Nope. No can do. I'd love to, but I can't. These are just a few of the ways that we say no to things that come up. Hey, welcome to Communication on Point. I'm your host, Dean Hefta, and today we're talking about saying no and how important it is to our leadership, to our effectiveness, and to our relationships. Let's dive in. There's lots of ways that we say no, but far too often we regret when we've said yes. When I'm working with people, one of the complaints that often comes up is how thin they get stretched, how many things they've committed to, how many commitments that they have. And a lot of that is the result of saying yes to a lot of things that come up. People come to us and say, would you help with this? Could you do that? Would you help me here? And we say yes because we want to be helpful. But today, what I want to talk about is some of the challenges that yes can present and the power that no can have is a part of our leadership and a part of our vocabulary. So let's talk about yes and no and what's really behind that. Each of us may have what you could call a default setting, that go-to answer that we have. I know some people that when people come to them, and ask for something or a favor or to own something or to do something, they're very eager, very comfortable, and very quick to say, no, I won't. And that's important, right? And the flip side of that is, others' default setting might be to say yes, especially in the moment, because in that moment, when someone has asked us something, there's a tension that's introduced. And we want to resolve that. We want to dissipate that tension. And one of the easiest paths to take is saying yes. Here's the challenge, though. When we say yes, now we've set ourselves up and that relationship up for a potential failure. You've found yourself in this situation, haven't you? I know I have. And that is, in that moment, with great intentions, I say, yes, I will do that. And then reality hits. And I realize, I don't know if I'm going to be able to fulfill my commitment. And that presents a challenge. You see, Trust is a critical currency of how we interact and exchange with the world around us. We develop a reputation based on people's interactions with us. And those interactions are often, either unconsciously, subtly, or very, very consciously, a a view of our ability to follow through on our commitments. And when we say yes to something, we have established a commitment. It's creating a contract with another person. And if we've said yes out of good intentions, our heart is filled with the desire to help, but we don't have the capacity to follow through, we've suddenly now moved down the path of breaking trust, right? We're buying things that we don't have the currency to pay for. And in the the moment, it might sound like not a big deal. Maybe it was a small promise. Maybe it was a little thing that we didn't follow through on. But what it really can be traced back to is that moment that we said yes. See, each yes has a cost. And if we aren't understanding what that cost of the yes is, we can find ourselves getting into situations that we deeply regret. So today, as we think about yes and no, I want you to first reflect on you and what's your default setting. When someone asks you a favor When someone asks if you would do something or participate in something, what's your default setting? Is it yes or is it no? 
Or is there a third option? We're going to talk about that third option in a little bit. I admit that for me, uh, I fall in the trap of saying yes very easily and very quickly. I have a desire to help. I have a desire to try new things and meet new people. And that yes can sometimes uh, fill up my calendar because I've gotten off track of maybe the things that I really want to pursue, that I really need to fulfill. And so when we think about the cost of yes, one of the things I want you to consider is thinking that every time I say yes, I'm saying no to something else. So in that moment, someone has asked me to participate in something, to do something. Taking a moment to yourself to reflect on what is the cost of this? What is the thing that I will not be able to do because of this? And we have those moments that are very clear to us. Someone says, would you join us for dinner tonight? Right? That's a simple request. Well, maybe I have something else that I've already made a commitment to and I've, I'm clearly faced with a decision. I can't be both places. If I say yes to this, I can't do that. That's an obvious example of what happens when I say yes. There's something else that I have to say no to. But most of the time when we say yes, it isn't that clear. It is an invisible cost that we aren't sure what we really missed out on. And so taking a moment to say, okay, if I say yes to doing this, what am I saying no to? We're always dealing in trade-offs. Trade-offs of our time, of our energy, of our money, all of those things. We have limited resources. We have to decide what's the greatest investment of those resources. That's what we need to say yes to. So partly, we can find ourselves in trouble when we're not clear on what is it that we're working to create? What's the direction that we're really headed? And that's part of this is, where am I going? So what's behind some of that? You know, it might be that we want to be kind and pleasing as a part of our brand that people see. They see us as a pleasing person. That's part of it. It might be that we want people to see how organized and hardworking we are. And so we say yes, and we become relied upon and counted upon, and we become value through that uh, to the organization or to the individual. Maybe we want people to see how, how hard we're willing to try to do these things, right? And we say yes, and we want to be helpful, and we want to try, give it a go. There's a lot of reasons why we might say yes or default to yes. So getting clear on what is really behind my, my yes. Why do I, without thinking, say yes and get myself into these situations? And so maybe if we step back and think a little bit differently about it, Maybe our choice in that moment, even if they've asked us a yes or no question, maybe our choice isn't only two things. Maybe it isn't just yes or no. So take for a moment, somebody asks for a favor for you to do something for them. We are presented with a yes, no answer. But if we get back in charge of the conversation, and maybe we get back in charge by asking a different question, rather than feeling compelled to answer in that moment, we say, Explain more detail on what you're really trying to achieve. What is it that you're really wanting? What's the real problem that needs to be addressed? By doing that, we can suddenly begin getting more context to the situation that's being presented to us. And we might find that us saying yes doesn't really get the other person what they want. It just burns a lot of our time. And maybe us saying no doesn't help them understand that what they're asking for isn't what they really want. 
And so we can take a moment, a minute, two minutes, and in that conversation, help them think through not only what they really want, but problem solving to get them what they really need. It could be that once I understand the problem, their desire, what they're really needing, maybe I have somebody in my network that could do it faster, better, and cheaper than I could. Maybe there is a piece of technology that they aren't aware of that they can solve this challenge themselves. See, by not feeling stuck in this binary trap of yes or no, and taking on the role of a curious consultant to make sure that I understand what they really want and what success looks like, I can maybe avoid even having to say yes or having to say no in that moment and end up getting a better outcome than that person even came into the situation with. Now, when we do find ourselves having to say no, um, there's lots of ways we can say that. Each of us have our own style. It could be, I would love to do this, but my calendar is so full right now, I'm afraid that I wouldn't be able to follow through to the level that you need. Right? So I'm giving more context beyond just no, you know, it's, oh, I'm honored, but I, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. I've t- I'm not taking on anything like that. We can give more context that, you know, the real, the real thing that I'm afraid of is I'm not going to be able to do the job that you deserve because of my schedule. Or it could be, no, I, I don't feel comfortable taking on this task because I, I really don't believe that I'm the best one for it. There's a couple of people that I know, though, that are better than I am. Let me put you in contact with them. Or maybe there's a negotiation. They say, could you do this? In my mind, I think they need it done now. Maybe I give a conditional yes and I say, well, I can do this, but I, I can't give it any attention for another two months because of what I have on my plate for projects right now. If you want to wait, I can do it then. Otherwise, you know, I, I think it'd be wise to find somebody else if you need it done right now. See, I can give choices to people. Choice is powerful and giving context to what's going on in my mind and why aren't I taking more things on. So, you know, when people ask me to join an organization or a board or something like that, I have to really let them know that I have to consider this with the other organizations I'm involved in, the things that I'm doing, the commitments I've already made, and make sure that I understand what is it that you're going to really need from me. Because I don't have enough information to say yes or no just yet. So for this message, my my hope for you is to increase your thoughtfulness of what's the cost when I do say yes in that moment and getting comfortable, maybe even practicing saying no when things come to me, if that's hard for me and doing it in ways and being prepared to do it in ways that add more context so it doesn't feel blunt and rude that, no, I'm not doing that, but maybe more helpful and more contextual of why right now just isn't a great time for me. And also then looking for those opportunities where I can be a coach or a guide when they've asked for my help of a yes or no. And I can shift that to maybe we can simplify this. Maybe there's a third way, a different answer that you hadn't thought about. And in that moment, I can be more of a coach or a counselor. So hopefully today there's um, an idea or two that you can put to work in your world so that you can make sure to focus on the things that are really important and really matter to you and make sure that your yeses don't get you off course. Thanks so much for joining me today. 
Uh, as always, if you have thoughts or ideas or questions, reach out to me. My email address is dean at clarisresults.com. That's C-L-A-R-U-S results.com. Thanks for joining me, and I look forward to talking to you again next week.